Hello and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, where we embrace newcomers and experts alike to crypto, NFTs, and Web3. I'm delighted to have you here today. Uh, Today, I have one of my favorite humans in the Web3 world who's joining us on the podcast. And we're going to cover today, first of all, why it's so important to have a social mission when you're creating anything in Web3. We're going to talk about how artists can be empowered to build meaningful businesses in Web3. This is the first time I've seen that the arts are leading a technological revolution. So we're going to talk about that from an artist perspective. And we're going to hear why Women Rise was one of the first NFTs that I ever bought and uh, why I think you'll fall in love with the collection and with Maliha the way I fell in love with her in the collection the first time we met. So without further ado, I want to introduce an artist, author, activist, founder of Women Rise, one of the most incredible women I know, Maliha Abidi. Maliha, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you so much for having me here, Randy. I'm so excited for this episode and for our conversation. And you're just a such a huge champion of Women in Web3, but also such a pioneer in business and tech. So just so, so, so grateful. Um, and I always feel blessed that you know, um, for our friendship. And yeah, I'm really excited for this conversation. Oh, well, so, so much likewise, mutual feelings. Okay, let's take it back. I want to hear what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? Because I don't think any of us would have predicted when we were, you know, young, (laughs) young kids, that we would be working in crypto and NFTs. Like, I still sometimes don't believe that that's the world that we're in. So what did you think you were going to do? Um, for me, it was always, I wanted to be an artist. And so that's what I'm doing. Um, I didn't think like in what field exactly, because art is like a very, you know, versatile, um, medium, but yeah, it was definitely art. Um, I did used to think about traditional art and I was in that field for 10 years. Um, but social media and tech was a huge part of that as well. Um, and now I'm in the NFT and crypto space. So yeah. <laughs> it's. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your upbringing in Pakistan. You're truly a woman of the world. Um, what was it about your upbringing that you think inspired your art? Um, so, you know, like when we, when we all are, like when, when, when we are children, um, we create art, we take it up to our parents or um, our caretakers, guardians, whoever, um, you know, we have, we have in our life that's that figure. And they are just, you know, they're just look at it. And then later in the day, we'll just forget about that art piece and throw it away or, the, you know, just like, nobody would care about it, because it's a art piece created by a child. Um, but when I used to create art, um, and I used to take it up to my father, he used to critique it as if, as if like, I'm a huge artist, and he's giving me feedback, or as if he's walking into an art gallery. And he used to critique it in a way that, um, what about, like, what about this line? What about these colors? Um, Are you sure you want to go with this? So, you know, just like, want to, like, give me feedback, constructive feedback on, and always took my art very seriously. 
And I think seeing that he was taking it seriously, I never saw it as a as a playtime thing. Um, it was it was a hobby for a very long time. Like I think until my early teen years, it was like it wasn't personal. But I always took my art very seriously, and it was always a constant. Um, and it's it's it. I, I personally think it is because of my father. I do come from a very um, creative family. But nobody went into the field of art professionally um, until until I did. Um, but but yeah, everybody was like, you know, in in different professions. But yeah, that's that's sort of like how I feel like um, my interest in art developed um, in my early years. Mm. And what was what was the aha moment that made you think of Women Rise? Or even before that, what was the aha moment that got you interested in NFTs and in this new kind of art? I love that question. Um, and I ask this question all the time to the people that we see in the NFT and the crypto space, because we all have such unique journeys. Um, for me, it was you know, well, I've been creating art for social justice for 10 years and my art style is very much creating store, um, creating portraits of women, telling stories of women from around the world. So that part of Women Rise is very much like, you know, I just had to do what I have been doing for the past 10 years. Um, but how I came across this space was because my husband, Aski, who's a huge supporter of everything that I do, um, and so whenever when he came across NFTs, he was like, oh, art, um, let me share this with Malia and see like what, what she thinks about it. And then when he brought it up with me, we started educating ourselves together um, about the space. And it was super interesting. It was, of course, really like, you know, it was a journey to wrap our head, heads around like what's happening here? Uh, why is this even a thing? Um, but I think for me, it was, it wasn't like that big of a surprise that people are investing so much in art. If anything, I was just like, you know, a lot of people say, why would they buy this JPEG for like this much? Well, digital art has always been JPEG or a PNG or, you know, and digital art has been around for a very long time. Uh, we have just come across NFTs now. So that part wasn't like a big deal because um, to me, at least because I was like, well, finally, artists are getting recognized and they're getting paid what they're supposed to. But of course, that's not the only side of it. There's like a huge side of, um, you know, NFTs where, um, you know, like people are trading NFTs and there are different kinds of projects and different sorts of art is taking place. And it's it's really beautiful. And but we are really like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm. OK, let's talk about Women Rise. Um you, I mean, you really made history as one of the first ever NFT collections to have a social mission and to have activism really at the core of, of a collection. So um, tell us about Women Rise, why you launched it, and a, a little bit for our listeners who might not be as familiar. Sure. Thank you, Randy. Um, well, Women Rise is it started off as an NFT collection of 10,000 NFTs. Um, that is celebrating and championing women, activists, artists, scientists, coders. Um, and our mission statement um, is watch women rise on the blockchain. Um, so there were so many different motivations behind creating Women Rise. One of them, one of them was to represent and celebrate women from different fields and making sure that we are, you know, um, 
we're really like when we're talking about blockchain when we're talking about web3 when we're talking about a new world we're making sure that where there was a huge lack of appreciation for women in these fields we're making sure to celebrate them in this new world um another part of it was making sure that we have enough representation and more representation of women but women from around the world um so while creating the collection we really meant to make sure that we have um diversity but not just racial diversity but cultural diversity and global like geographic diversity and you know religious diversity and uh making sure that um people and women from around the world feel seen through uh women rise um but really at the core of it like when you remove the art and when you remove like the visual uh part of it at the core of it our goal is to use the web um three technology and innovation um to advance women's rights and girls education and um our ultimate goal at least until we achieve that goal is to build the first school in the metaverse for the 258 million children who are currently out of school 129 million of them are girls um as i um i'm i'm originally from pakistan so it's it's something that's really close to my heart uh because pakistan is one of the top countries where children are most out of school and so that's what we're trying to do with women rise we're trying to make sure that we're creating value for our holders on the business side of things and we also have a social justice um not just an element of social justice but really social justice at the core of women rise so we're taking both things hand in hand so it's not um a charity project and it's not solely a uh business project it's both um you know it's something that we're trying to set an example as as well that in the nft space because we're trying to create new things because we're trying to reimagine everything um we can create businesses uh that are also creating positive change in our society it's it's so beautiful and i mean i can attest to this i feel like so women rise it was one of the first nfts that i ever minted um and it was it was really honestly it was meeting you malia and seeing uh women rise that really made it click for me because i understood at that moment that it's not just about art it's about the community that you're buying into it's about um suddenly being aligned with other people around shared ownership and values and um and supporting an artist and having a personal relationship with an artist uh, and so i have to thank you because meeting you i think was really one of the moments that the the entire nft space clicked for me I'm curious uh, what have been some I feel like you have had some real pinch me moments in your journey. I mean you're such a star in the space. What have been some of the wildest uh, or craziest experiences that you've had since getting into web3? I mean, I think it's it's very much still like, you know, um online um and you get to read people's stories, but I think one of the most surprising things was firstly just the kindness of people that you come across every day because of the kind of community that when we rise has around it um but like one of the things that um you know i saw was there was there were people when we initially minted um there were people just like posting all over twitter saying how this is their first nft and women rise helped them get into the space and i was like wow like so it's like we really 
like, you know, made sure that um, people were understanding what NFTs are. We really wanted to onboard a lot of people. Um, and around 40% of our community that initially minted was um, completely new to NFTs. Like they had never held an NFT before. And we personally helped a lot of people create their wallets. Um, so, you know, just like helping them take that first step into the metaverse and or holding the door open so that they can enter. Um, that was that was quite magical to me. But uh, later on, like just being able to see some of our um, initial holders sell their NFTs for a profit and then invest those profits into their future. So there was this one community holder, um, Minu, um, they sold their NFT and um as soon as like i was i was uh, i think on OpenSea and i was looking at it and i was like i totally i totally know who who owned this nft and they sold it and i saw like how much they sold it for and then i went on twitter they had tagged women rise and they were sharing how um you know they're really sad to part ways with their nfts but um but you know like the fact that using those profits they were able to reinvest it into their business um and their husband's business as well and that was quite beautiful to me because you know we talk about um the business side of things and the social justice side of things and i feel like uh, getting a bit closer to financial independence or being able to have enough funds to fund your dreams is uh, a, so a form of social justice in itself and um that was just quite magical but every day i come across um you know new people coming into this space who uh, otherwise didn't see themselves in the in you know coming into this space and when I see women rise being that bridge for them it's just um, it's one of the most magical things for me for sure it's truly so beautiful Molly I'm curious what have you learned um that you would share with other artists who are getting into the nft space because I think um what what I've seen that's so interesting about this space is one this is the first tech revolution that's being led by arts and fashion and artists. Usually it's led by by developers and then the artists come afterwards onto the platform, but the artists are really leading here um, and, and the artists are really the business leaders of the future on Web3. So what have you learned that you would impart wisdom to other artists? Well, I think one thing I would really um, just make sure that artists know is that this is the first time, just like you stated, you know, this is the first time that um, a completely new industry that has so much potential is being, um, you know, art, um, art and creativity is at the forefront of it. Um, and I, I see it every day. Unfortunately, people try to undermine that, you know, people try to say, oh, art is not that important. Um, when it comes to NFTs, uh, art is not that important when it comes to like this project, that project. Um, so I, I, I still see a huge group of people like, you know, trying to undermine artists, trying to take that power away. But I do want artists to realize that this is the first time that we're going to be at the forefront. Uh, we are at the forefront of, you know, something truly incredible. Um, and of course, there's space for everyone here. It's not just a space for artists. Um, it's, but I, I do think that this is a revolution for artists. This is something that, you know, like for a very long time, creative people, um, creatives in general just have been exploited in so many different ways. Um, you know, being told again and again that, no, you don't deserve that much for what you're creating, whether you're a musician, whether you're a painter, whether you're 
um, you're an animator and just be just having that those tools and that support and that being able to build that community around um, in 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 Web3 and so early on in Web3 is just so beautiful. So I just want um, artists to, you know, know this and know their worth and know that their work is worth it. And definitely it will be recognized um, in Web3, unlike it's like unlike any other space. For sure. I think that's such such beautiful words. I'm curious, you know, you've been very entrepreneurial in your career. You've written books. You've uh, worked on a lot of projects. So you know that just putting out art isn't good enough. You have to it's like writing a book. You you the actual writing of the book is not the hard part. It's what happens after you write the book and getting people to notice it and getting people to buy it. And um, I feel like the NFT space is the same kind of thing. I see a lot of artists say, well, I'm just going to put my art out there and then be successful. But I think the hard work really happens after you put your hard work, you put your art out there. So I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on that and how as an artist you can build community and um, and promote yourself in a way that feels authentic. Oh, 100%. So just because like, you know, you hear somebody say or you see from other artists that this space is supportive doesn't mean that you don't need to do the work. It doesn't mean that you can just put the you know, put your art piece out there um, without telling anyone um, or without putting yourself out there and expect like it to, you know, be sold out or have that kind of reaction, even in terms of like support as well. So um, I personally think that um, what what it could be, um, what could be like a really good way to for people to or for artists to, um, you know, really like really connect with their collectors or really connect with their community is being able to tell their own story. Um, I think that's something that's, that's no marketer can teach you that no agency can teach you that no advertisement, nothing can like really teach you that it's because it's coming from you. You can share your journey of being an artist, how you got started, what your process is like. Um, I know for introverts, it's a bit different, but basically the point is being able to share about yourself what you're comfortable sharing. Um, Because I sometimes think that being able to look at an art piece and connect with its aesthetics or the visual side of it is only a small part of it. Uh, Most of the time you're buying into... Uh, you're really buying into, um, you know, like the art, the artists themselves, like, um, and I think with such a saturated space, because art has been around for such a long time, there's so many billions and billions of artists. Um, So I think that could be, but, but the unique thing is um, that we all have our different stories. So I feel like that something can really help you, um, not just market yourself, but uh, market your art, but also like being able to authentically connect with your collectors and your community. For sure. And you do such a good job of this. I can't, I mean, I can't even keep up with you. I see, I'm like, oh, Malia's speaking on a panel in Austin and she's on Twitter. Oh, wait, now she's in LA. Now she's in London. And you're just, you're everywhere. You're always out there with, with the community telling your story. Okay, so first of all, definitely high recommend to everyone to 
pick up a Women Rise NFT, join the community. It's a beautiful place. Aside from Women Rise, uh, Malia, who else inspires you in the space? What other artists are you collecting or have your eye on? I love this question. So firstly, like there's so many people in this space who inspire me, especially uh, female artists and um non-binary artists and female-led projects that inspire me so they're leading with such integrity and authenticity and that's just something so incredible and um randy you're definitely one of those people in the web3 space that is truly inspiring and truly is creating um and truly is dedicating their platform to other creators so i'm so grateful to you um on the specifics i want to give a shout out to fatima and um um, Fatima is like and 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 Laura, um, who both or both of them are one of one artists, um, and they're just really talented uh, women that I have come across. I've been able to collect art from them, and um, yeah, I'm just like really grateful. I think Fatima's um, Twitter is Hobie Shorty. <laughs> That's a reference to uh, BTS. And then there is um, Laura and her um, Twitter is Nefertiti um, Eat, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I'll send it to you if like we can link them in any way. But yeah, um, those are the two artists that I am really like, you know, they're emerging artists. I'm really excited to see their journey. They're one of one artists. And um, but there's so many others that, you know, inspire me. And I am just so excited for their journey overall. Absolutely. I feel like I'm discovering new artists and new collections almost daily. Uh, Malia, in our final moments, uh, what does success look like for you in the future, a year from now? What would make you come back on the show and say, like, I crushed it? (laughs) I think uh, with Women Rise, it's really not about like my individual journey. It's really is about like what we're trying to build as a team and as a community. So I think in a year, if I can come back and by that time, we're able to start the school and take a phased approach um, and, you know, just like have our first few classes in the in the metaverse. Um, I think then I can come back proudly and say, OK, Women Rise crushed it. Um, <laughs> and I think um, personally, I'm on a I've been on a journey for 10 years now uh, as an independent artist, as a traditional artist, and I'm still on that journey. So. I think every time I achieve my goals, I set a new one. So um, no, that's that's a separate thing. But I think that's just, I think that will take a bit longer as well because uh, for me, being an artist is like a lifetime thing. It's not like a small, like it's not like a project-based thing or anything really. It's like, um, yeah, that's, that's like a separate journey, I would say. Well, I think you're already crushing it. So maybe that was a bit of a trick question on my part. But I I love that answer. And uh, I really want to encourage everyone to follow Malia, follow Women Rise. She's doing incredible work with Malala and the Malala Foundation and just building, I think, one of the strongest communities in the Web3 space. Malia, where can people go to reach you and to learn more about Women Rise and your independent art? Yeah, um, I think Instagram and Twitter are the best platforms. They're just really accessible to people. Um, if um, yeah, if you want to take a look at Women Rise, um, you can find us at Women Rise NFT um, across social media. 
that's our username for all. Um, and for myself, it's Maliha uh, Abidi on Twitter and on um, Instagram and other places. So, yeah, we'd love to connect with um, new people. And I'm just so grateful to you, Randy, for your constant support towards um, Women Rise and towards my artistic journey as well. Well, I want to thank you again for really sparking my journey and interest in uh, NFTs and Web3. I am such a proud Women Rise holder. I think it's my largest holding of any NFT collection. And uh, I can't wait to see where this journey takes us as friends and uh, is as fellow artists and creators. So thank you so much, Malia, for inspiring us. And thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you, Randy, for having me and for inspiring me and for inspiring so many um, other um, women, you know, people in general out there. So thank you so much. Really grateful. That was Malia Abidi, artist, author, activist, and founder of Women Rise. Check out Malia's website at www.maliaabidi.com and follow her on social, Malia Z art. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. Tune in next week when I'll speak with Britt Morin and Jamie Schmidt, founders of BFF, a community on a mission to help women and non-binary people take advantage of Web3 opportunities. Thanks for joining us on Crypto Cafe. Talk to you soon.